Right, so first things first, where the hell are we going? Uh, now we are decoying uh, the city of Almaviv. Uh, it was called Hogtempeyan. Uh, no, I can't make any sense of it either, but here we are, back on the road, this time in Armenia, and I'm on my way to what turned out to be a really interesting story. Driving into the Yazidi village of Arax, we're surrounded by hay bales, and there's one poorly lit barn up ahead, home to a family of Yazidis celebrating the pagan New Year. That entails throwing over a hundred tyres in a pile, pouring fuel on them, and then jumping through the flames. First things first, I have just about enough time to do a quick stand-up en route to the field, weather permitting. Now you can probably hear the rain behind me. We're just walking through some farmland um, on our way to burn some tyres. And this is the Yazidi celebration for what they see as victory. They think that they are... They see themselves as... (laughs) They see themselves... God, my umbrella's totally broken. (laughs) This is a nightmare. They see themselves as a very distinct ethnic group and I can't really speak anymore because it's raining just too much in my face. Jesus Christ. Anna, what are they lighting now? Huh? What are they lighting now? They're lighting up like a huge pile of tires that I've never seen in my life. Uh, and so, yeah, that's going to be the fire that they will jump over like Phoenix. You know, and, and it's incredibly toxic, and my umbrella is incredibly broken. <laughs> There's absolutely no point in trying to use this. This is, okay, now over. This is, this is going brilliantly. <laughs> The Yazidis are a distinct ethnic group, recently subject to what the UN is now calling mass genocide. More than 5,000 Yazidis were rounded up and slaughtered by the so-called Islamic State on Mount Sinjar, and more than 7,000 women and girls were forced into sex slavery. Those who could fled to refugee camps in Lebanon and Jordan and elsewhere, but a handful came here to Armenia. Most have now returned to Iraq, in part because there were no prospects for them here. Listen out for that one on the World Service and Radio 4 soon. Separately, I did some recording with Syrian business owners who've been setting up micro-enterprises in Yerevan, the capital city. More than 20,000 Syrians have settled in Armenia since the start of the conflict, primarily those from around Aleppo who speak the language and identify as Armenian before Syrian. One of them was a bar owner, but I think I reached him a bit too late in the evening to get a coherent interview. See if you can make anything of this. What are the employment opportunities like for them here? It's a seven-year-old bar. What I mean to say, they're uh, completely dedicated into... uh, once they want, once they want, fucking drunk. <laughs> what I mean to say, if you have a dedication and you keep, you you, you have, the, you have that, we 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 stand. It's a seven-year-old bar. Perfect. Can we, cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Two cups.